Hi, everybody, once again. And if you're just joining us via live stream, great to have you with us this morning. I actually brought a Bible. Praise the Lord. I know you've been wondering, does the guy carry a Bible? Does he even own one? I want to read you a verse from the book of Proverbs. In fact, it's two verses. It's found in chapter 3. This verse is one of the most popular, well-known verses in all of the Bible. It's right up there with John 3.16. It goes like this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. I learned those two verses very young as a disciple and then as a Bible college student. And often at the expense of my feelings and my reasonings, which the Lord never intended. I'll give you an example. Be because of the strong emphasis throughout the narrative of the Old Testament of midwives helping the women give birth, and that that was a more natural means of doing so, there was a woman in our life who became a midwife, nothing wrong with that, a wonderful profession and skill. But to listen to her, the only really biblical way to give childbirth, to, to birth a child, would be to have a midwife and to do it naturally. And this thought began to be pushed and sold and to the point where you, if you were pregnant and you weren't making plans to have her or one of the individuals associated with her be your midwife and give natural birth instead of going to the hospital, the alternative, right? You were somehow out of the will of God or having less of a blessed childbirth. And that was all based on this idea that we wanted to trust the Lord and not lean to our own understanding like going to the hospital. That would be an example of going to the hospital would be leaning to our own understanding. But that the Lord wanted, to, wanted us to have children naturally. And so don't lean to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in this childbirth and the Lord will give you straight paths. This idea of not leaning to your own understanding was detrimental back when I was being discipled. We had to believe what the Bible said, which by definition actually meant believe what leaders of our group or our church interpreted the Bible as saying. Secondly, we were to do this without questioning. We were to think as we were told to think. Doing otherwise meant that we were not trusting the Lord, that I was leaning to my own understanding. In fact, God spoke and gave his wisdom, wisdom and judgment to this group of leaders called elders in the church that I was in. 
These elders of our church were given direct authority over my life to which I was to submit. Not doing so would have me in rebellion. Here's the problem. Trusting in the Lord with all your heart doesn't mean trust what you think the Bible is saying or what you've been told it says without any consideration for any other interpretation. Now, keep in mind, and the reason I brought this, <laughs> I was having fun a little few moments ago with having my Bible here. I have my Bible on three different devices at all times and am referring to it and loving it and reading it and allowing it to guide me and speak to me and deepen my awareness of God, my Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But this is the written Bible. I want to remind you that this did not exist when this verse was penned. You are aware of that. So, trust in the Lord with all your heart doesn't mean believe this really, really hard. Believe this really, really a lot. Believe this literally as it says it. Because it just wasn't there. It didn't exist. In fact, it didn't exist for at least 1,500 years after this verse that I've read to you. And with all your heart doesn't mean park your brain. Heart means my whole inner self, which includes my feelings, my thoughts, my intuition, my misgivings, my questionings, my doubts. For Christians, these two verses are full of assumptions and they're couched in many different conditions. If you trust, not leaning to your own understanding means reading the Bible, taking it literally on all accounts and making sure that you've obeyed by aligning your life and your life choices with the biblical ones spelled out in the, quote, Bible. Oh, and this one, if your path isn't straight. Okay, so what does that... So uh, that was often defined as, well, things not working out well for you in your life, you're not successful, you're not joyful, you're not having victory, you don't have enough money, all of these kinds... You just, you know, you've lost your job, you can't get a new one. All of these things were evidence that you're not on a straight path. You must have done something not to believe the Bible or really, really trust it the way that you should be. So I got to thinking about the word really that's sort of at the center of these two verses, which is the word trust. It's the Hebrew word batach, and it means, watch, to weld oneself like welding two pieces of iron together I've watched all kinds of videos on this looked it up because <laughs> I I mean I generally had an idea of what welding is but welding's fascinating welding is very fascinating and in general all right this is 
high level 40,000 foot view or explanation of it and those of you that are familiar with it have done it or are in a career of are going to go ay 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 <laughs> as as this guy is explaining but you take two pieces of material they can even be dissimilar and then to join them of course as you bring them together and however they're laid out there's a little bit of a trough there and that's your target and with the help of the proper tool and 6500 degrees temperature and some I'll call it soldering iron but wet welding material which is also a metal generally speaking you're going to lay that and with this tool of 6500 degrees heat could be a flame could be a laser could be you're going to melt uh, the uh, it, first it heats up the elements that you're soldering and then it's heating up the material that you're laying into that crack and you're going to solder a bead which together is melting the two materials as well as joining them through the bead of material that you're using the, the third aspect of it yeah. and, and, and it's sort of all the end result is that it's becoming one there's there's a little difference did you know that if you solder something that has some sort of length to it and that to get that length there were several joints where you soldered that if you try to break that item every time you successfully break that length of material it will break break anywhere else along its length but on a soldered joint. The soldered joint is stronger than anything else about the original material. And while you might be able to break the original material, you will not be able to break that soldering joint. You'll break everything up to it and around it, but not that joint that's been soldered. Trust in the Lord. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 4 through 9 says this, But God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love which he loved us with, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. How did he do that? Through resurrection power. Imagine the heat. <laughs> Imagine the heat of the love of God that resurrected Jesus from the dead, and you were there with him, being welded together with him. By grace you have been saved, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not, of, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Romans chapter 8, Paul says this in verses 35, 38, and 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything in all of creation will be able to separate us. Why? Because we are welded. <laughs> Now here's the good news, y'all. God does the welding, too. This is not your work. This is not something you do. 
God welds you to himself through the death, burial, and resurrection and then his ongoing love for you. You might even try to break away. Well, to be sure, there will be things in your life that can break away, but never that joint that's been welded. Paul says it here. There's nothing in creation. Are you created? Are, well, then you're a creature. Nothing in creation is going to be able to separate. Even you. I was always taught, well, yes, he has us in, our hand, in his hands, all right? But I could jump out. <laughs> that used to scare the bejeebers out of me because there were times where I was clear. I, I had jumped out of the hand of God, and so I was out from underneath his blessing. I was no longer walking, you know, in the goodness of life and his blessing, you know, because I had jumped out of his hand. I'll tell you what. Everybody, if you would, could I get your eyes up here for just a moment? Those of you in the live stream, look here. He's got you in his hands. Go ahead, try. Try to jump out. While you are in midair, he'll snatch you by your britches and get you back in there. <laughs> Nothing in creation is going to separate you. Trust begins with God. It's something he did when he welded you together with himself. Trust is not a formula of believing right. It isn't a life of pushing the right buttons according to our ideologies. And by the way, it's trust in the Lord, not trust in your interpretation of a particular scripture. Keep in mind, this was not written. This had not been collected Trust in the Lord is not the same as believe your favorite passage. Trust in the Lord is something God does when he welds you into union with himself. And nothing in creation is going to get you out of there. He's got you. camera person you're going to have to uh, do a little bit of work back there because I'm going to stand up and I'm going to need you at the right time you'll, you'll know just follow me I'm going to need you to get my entire body including my feet so not yet when when uh, my daughter was much younger there'd be some music playing or not, we didn't have to have music playing. And I would extend my hands and she would come up close to me and hold on to my arms. And then I'd have her step on my feet, cameraman. So if I tried to have her do this right now, I'd just say, ouch, it would hurt. But uh, so... <laughs> It just wouldn't work. And that's because of the age of my feet, not because she's like so heavy. Uh, so I'd have her stand on my feet, and as she balanced in my arms, then I'd lift my legs, and we'd walk around, and we'd move and dance to the music. You've done this. That's your part in trusting. That's your part. 
There's a beautiful picture or graphic that makes this picture clear. Jeff's going to put it up for us. It's called perichoresis. Now, for, from this time of sharing on, from this message forward, never again think of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as a hierarchical structure because it is not. It's not like God's at the top, He's over Jesus, and then Jesus is over the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit's at the bottom. I believed that for all my life. The Greek word is perichoresis, and it means divine dance. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are forever and eternally in a self-giving love dance of mutual love and self-sacrificing for one another. And you know what? They brought you into that dance. You now are the fourth person in that beautiful dance. And when movement is needed, he takes you in his arms and he just walks and moves his legs and you go with him. Watch this video here. Having with mom. Let me see. Let me zoom out just a little bit here on the phone, just a tiny bit, to see if we can get a little bit more of that pup there on mom. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? Where'd they go? There they are. Hello. Yep. Will we provide any care to the baby? No need to. Mom is on the job. This is not a rescued otter situation. This is just a wild sea otter close to human beings situation. And uh, so there's no cause for concern. There's just cause for grabbing your camera. <laughs> That's you. That's me. That's us. I'm going to sit down. Can I do that again? All right. Help me. That's you in the Father's grasp. Turn to somebody and say, that looked like you. <laughs> <laughs> that's you in the father's grasp just relaxing taking it easy trust in the Lord with all your heart your entire being when either by feeling or what you know what you've learned premonition uh, whatever just isn't sitting right about something it's not just go to the Bible Keeping in mind, this didn't even exist to go to when that verse was penned. So trusting in the Lord wasn't trust in the Bible. Trusting in the Lord meant relationally, while I'm just laying on his tummy, or we're walking and dancing with me on his feet, I can ask him questions, I can struggle, I can be in doubt, I can have concerns, I might not be walking in victory, I might be struggling with a sin in my life. But I am welded together with him. And he is going to walk me through that. Cleansing and purging and speaking and encouraging and loving me. Helping me through my concepts of God and doubt and all of this. Well. I trust that the burrito was good. Yes, I've not had mine yet. 
So, I'm going to have a bite of one while you all chat. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to throw this open, right? Uh, Matt and Lisa are going to help us with the microphone, and we'll bring it around to you here in the meeting. If you have a question, a comment, an observation, a doubt, a misunderstanding, a challenge, whatever it might be, and we want uh, those on the live stream to be able to hear you, so we need to bring you the mic. For those of you in the live stream, you have two ways that you can communicate with us right now. Text us, 720-878-3323, or type it into the chat window if you would. We're monitoring both of those. We would love to chat with you and speak to you now about anything that you just heard, okay? Is there an extra burrito, or did we run out? Did we? All right. Um, the analogy of the welding, uh, I learned how to weld a few years ago to create a smoker. And my brother is really good at uh, welding. He, he does it for his job and everything. And when you're welding, um, the thing that, that Jeff referred to as, as the bead, um, that's where the two pieces of metal come together. And when you're welding, you're doing something that's kind of like a figure eight pattern. And the reason you're doing that is because when the, the metal gets so hot, you can actually stir it together. And you're stirring in this kind of inf infinity sign, you know, like this way, fin infinity, figure eight. And oh. as you go down the bead, you're actually mixing the two metals together from one piece to the other. Wow. So you, could never, you would never be able to tell along that weld which parts of the metal belong to one piece or the other. And it becomes... Like you said, it becomes one, but they're actually mixed together. The elements of one piece are mixed together with the elements of the other and could never be separated. And see, that's the prayer of Jesus. Come back to me. That's the prayer of Jesus in John chapter 17. Father, we're one. I'm in you, you're in me, we're in them, they are in us. There's no difference. It's perichoresis. Yes, who else? Well, I know for me, uh, what I know about the Lord is that um, he... We, we don't have to go far from him because he's always there for us. So, you know, that uh, that trust is is something that he loves to do, you know. He loves us, you know. Mm. And it doesn't matter, you know, we, we think we might have totally messed up or totally missed it or whatever. But uh, he, his love is just there, you know. It's, he... We're the one that thinks we messed up, but he's he's always there, you know. And he he wants to he wants to trust, you know. He that's what he's he loves to do, you know. That's just part of him, you know. He he loves us so much that we we can trust him, you know. And that that he he's never, you know, if you're lonely, if you're hurting, if you're just whatever in this world, you know, you can always know that you can trust in the Lord because he's there, you know, and that uh, it, he wants to uh, be there for us. And 
You know, he wants us to trust him and he wants us to to, to know that we can trust him, you know. It, so if like I say, if you're lonely, hurt, or you messed up or whatever, he he doesn't care, you know, because he loves us, you know, and he his we can we can know that we can trust him that that he can help us, you know. He can help us out of our mess that we get ourselves into, you know, and that he cares too, you know. He cares about us, you know. Yes, he does. And he he uh, you know that there's nothing in this world that we can do to lose that trust, you know, because like I said, he he died to for us, you know, and. And this, the, the trust is is real, you know. It's something that he loves to do, you know. He he loves to to care about us, and he loves to want to trust us. And you know, it's it's ourself that once that's afraid of the that he can't trust us. It sounds know? like you've experienced something that's real to you, Jim. <laughs> I have more than once in my life, you know. <laughs> I wonder if camera two could stay on me. And use camera one for your, for your conversation, Jeff, if you would manage that, please. Camera, camera two on me, continually. All right, well, so Ralph says in the chat window, these verses are almost a trigger for me. They were used so many times to tell me not to think and just believe to the point of telling me that high intelligence is old nature and maybe even diabolic. He says, I trust that God, I trust that God gave me an intellect, a mind, a brain, and an extraordinary intelligence to trust him with and through. Hebrew leb includes emotions, mind, and will. Perichoresis, he says, for me is a sign of equality. As Jeff said, there is no hierarchy. When we are included in the dance, it does not suddenly become a hierarchy. It becomes a swarm dancing in simple rules. Wow, <laughs> what a beautiful thing that is, huh? Perichoresis. You're in a swarm with God. So God gave you your intelligence, your emotions, your feelings. Anybody else? What, what comes to your mind? Talk to us. What are you thinking about? Wow, Jeff, you taught so well that we just don't have anything to say now. I mean... What could we say to that? It's just so clear and precise. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Amen. I, I just, for me, my life has come down to one of trusting. There are lots of things that are unexplained. There are lots of things in my life after all these years of walking with Christ from the age of 14, there's still lots of things 
that are unexplained or days where I wonder, you know, is this worth the push, worth the effort, worth... And that's, that's where you trust in the Lord with all your heart. Your emotions, your being, everything that you're made of, you trust him. He then is going to be there in that journey. He's actually the one that walks it out and makes it straight. You're just laying on his belly as he coddles you. <laughs> I will never forget that beautiful picture. I've seen otters swim before. They're so graceful, so majestic. But I've never seen one cuddling his, her baby like that. What a picture of God. Well, with that, we're going to... Uh